course every man is faithful on lockdown. Who wants to go on lockdown at the side bitch house? Side bitch ain't got no groceries. Side bitch ain't got no soap. How you gonna wipe your ass? This is a time for the side bitch to sit at home and ponder. Do I really like side bitching? Is it worth it? Should I find a man of my own? Yes, bitch. You should. You should. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, a.k.a. Joanne the Scammer. All right. I'm a messy bitch who loves drama. <laughs> it is scamming season. People done got their refund checks. They got their stimulus checks. It is prime scamming season. I'm just saying. Oh, speaking of refund checks, I need to do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I found, um, because of course I wanted to go to somebody black and, um, I found somebody to go to recommended by a friend, but it's a partnership and no lie. The next day after she recommended them, one of the partners passed away. So I was like, this is awkward. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> it's like, and it's a small business. So you need to call ahead. And it was like, I don't know whose number I have. I don't want to call somebody and they're grieving like so it was just weird so yeah. yeah i need to go ahead and get on that though yeah um yeah i did mine months ago because somebody gave me like a free deal with h&r block because she was a blogger and she wanted to do like yeah. video and content and i was like this is great because i didn't really want to think about doing my taxes this year <laughs> so did you do it yourself or you went into h&r block I went into H&R Black. Okay, okay. I've done the... I've done the paid version of TurboTax, mm. which is normally what I do. Yeah, um, that's what I do too. Um, Because my, mo my mom buys it, then I think you can let like two or three people use it, or two <laughs> or three users, so my mom buys it, and then she passes the key along to me. But this year, she was like, because you bought a house, you really need to go let somebody do your taxes at least this first time. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. But anyway, Doyen, tell us what you have been up to and what you are drinking. Well, so, uh, this is extremely exciting, but I ordered my retainers <laughs> today, and I was so excited. Oh! <laughs> wait, wait, we need some applause. Oh, man. <laughs> I should have had some, you know what? I'm going to insert graduation music. Okay. <laughs> so you're moving from uh, aligners to retainers. Yeah. So I am on my Yay. last set. I started them Friday. I hated everything and everyone Friday night. Um, Aww. It was just, it was really painful, but it's been getting better, and yeah, it's been getting better. So I'm excited. So ten days left in the liner stage, and then we're on. It's going to be done by May the 1st, and then we're on to retainers. Every so. time, like, I see you posting these new pictures, like, it makes me, th it makes me strongly consider doing it, but it's just that I don't want to close my front gap, but yeah. I got some gaps on the side that I want to close, and my front two teeth are a little crooked because I sucked my thumb as a kid, so... <laughs> I want to, I want to, like, I don't know. 
I guess I need to talk to a dentist yeah. about it to see is it possible to do that? Because they seem to be way more yeah. convenient than traditional braces. Also, my insurance will not pay for braces because uh, I don't need them. It would be cosmetic. Mm-hmm. So I tried that route already. So it just seems like it just seems like the aligners is, you know, ideal, but I don't want to lose my front gap. Yeah, yeah, I think I would definitely talk to your dentist about it so that maybe y'all can work with the plan with Invisalign. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't know if this gap's gonna stay closed because the the little gum between my front two teeth is still there and it still will yeah. separate. <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah. e- even if sense. it's just cute and cosmetic and not like huge like it used to be, that'll make me happy. <laughs> so what else you got going? Um. So y'all know since July I stopped working out. I just didn't want to do it anymore and. Today, I was trying to fix my green screen situation and fix my closet. And I was sweating. And I was like, girl, why are you so out of shape? So, (laughs) uh, we're going to work on dance fitness while we're at home. Um, Sunday, after church, I learned the savage dance to do a little workout with that. Nobody is ever going to see that. Okay, okay, okay. I can't dance and nobody's going to see it. But, you know, it was just nice and fun to do. Um, Yeah. And then, otherwise, I've been in the house. I had to cancel my trip to Iceland, so I've been devastated over that. Trying to decide. I felt bad for you with that. (laughs) It's bad, yeah. Um, Because for the most part, with this whole COVID thing, like, I've been fairly positive, and I haven't uh-huh. really let things get me down, but yesterday was a bad day, because I had to cancel my trips, yeah. <laughs> and then one of my old um, music ministers from one of a few churches ago passed away from coronavirus, so oh. this is, yesterday was a bad yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. So it was a good that. day, too, because it was, like, my line anniversary, and I got to Video chat with my line sisters. <laughs> so. Fun. Yeah. Fun. Well, happy anniversary. Um, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we old as hell. Girl. But, well, anyway, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so what are you drinking? I am drinking the Hendrix Summer Solstice. Solstice. Oh. Um, it's like a limited release, but it's been limited release forever. Um, and tonic, and it is so good. It just tastes like good life decisions. <laughs> oh, man, now I want some. It's so good. You should get it. Oh, now I want some. Now I'm going to have to go back. See, now I'm going to have to go back to the, I'm trying to think of which liquor store would probably have it. Because um, one, neither one of the ones closest to me will probably have it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, oh man. It's so good. I um when Doyen got it, she had posted a picture in the group chat and Becca was like, What does it taste like? And Doyen had one word, opulence. And when I read that I <laughs> I just let out a low because mm. it's like I, <laughs> I want to have opulence. <laughs> it's delicious. It's so good. <laughs> Good. So now I'm jealous and I'm gonna have to try it. <laughs> um so this 
this week has been, um, you know what? I'm going to talk about today. Forget this week. I'm going to talk about today. So today I, I grilled for the first time all by myself. Um, I bought a grill and I put it together. Well, first I bought one grill. I didn't really like it. Um, Shonda, friend of the show, recommended another grill to me. I took that one back, got the one that she recommended, put it together. I sat outside today and I only grilled, I grilled like some smoked sausage and some pork chops, but it felt so nice to just sit outside. I was listening to a pod. I was drinking water, watching the grill. I feel like my auntie status has gained some stars. <laughs> like, I feel like I've moved on up in the auntie, in the, in the auntie area. Like, one of my friends posted the other day, she's officially graduated from being a TT to an auntie. And I'm like, yes, I'm officially, I think <laughs> I moved up when I got asked to make the potato salad. But now I feel like, you know, I'm deep in my auntie vibe now. <laughs> Funny enough, um, with my job, there's like a way you can like thank your coworkers, and it gives you points, and you can redeem it for things. So I was like, I have points for like the Ninja Indoor Grill, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's too damn big, girl. Like, where you gonna put it? <laughs> where you gonna put it? So I didn't get it, but <laughs> I thought about girl. it for a second. <laughs> I've had several indoor grills. Um, I don't have one anymore because with the Last move, I was like, nope, I'm not doing this. I'm Mm -hmm. going to get a grill grill. And I just loved it. I mean, it was just so, I don't know, it was really peaceful. Like, even though I was listening to a very silly podcast in my ears and I'm laughing, but it was just peaceful to sit outside. There was a lot of dandelion particles floating around, so I'm pretty sure I drank a lot of dandelion this morning, too. But it was nice, and I feel like a full-grown adult. Um, so tonight I am drinking, I'm also drinking a gin and tonic. I used one of my gin infusions. I used the, um, oh shit. I should have brought it with me so I can remember the name of the one I used. It's something (laughs) rose. Um, and it is good. I really like it. I used the infusions with a different gin the last time. And it wasn't a very good gin. And mm-hmm. I couldn't really, I thought the infusions just weren't that great. But using a different gin this time, they ta- like I can taste it and it's much better. Yeah, I let it sit for like a couple of hours. Like, you know, if the instructions said to let it sit for like maybe five minutes. But I, I said, I let it sit, um, let it suck. Just get words together, girl, and you will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I set it up right before I started grilling. So um, it sat for like a couple hours. And so really good. I really enjoy it. Um, Yeah, that's all I've got going on. Just trying to create some good times in these not so certain times. Yeah, I look like uh, of my gen infusions, I feel like Rose was my favorite. I like rosy gins. I so I don't I don't know if this part was on the show last week or not, but Zoe and I were talking about ordering different um syrups 
And I ordered like a sample pack and I used the lavender one. I put too much lavender in my drink. It was too much. It was overpowering. It was good, but it was too much. So yeah, um, I got a yeah. I got a heavy hand. I wasn't a fan of the syrup. I thought it was too thick and I was afraid to put too much in it, so yeah <laughs> okay so it was kind of the even the sample ones that i got um i haven't gotten my big bottle yet i don't mm-hmm. know where it, why it hadn't gotten here yet but anyway um so the syrup was really thick i ended up dumping the contents of the glass into my shaker and that helped but it was like at first like i could see it like floating on top because it was just so thick so mm-hmm. yeah it did help to put it in the shaker and shake it up yeah. So I just, <laughs> I just saw another one on it's uh Amazon that was sent to you. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. We're gonna so, move on to talking about insecure, right? Yes, and <clears throat> I feel like as long as insecure is running or you know, we're in this current season let's just go ahead and deem this an insecure podcast because I stand. Now, I do want to say one thing. (laughs) I mean, I really do. I want to say one thing about Killing Eve before we move on. Mm Y'all, Villanelle is here for the fashions, okay? Girlfriend has never looked better. And I, I, I tweeted that, you know, I really like seeing her as a teacher. And then she kills her pupil. And it's like... <laughs> and then, like, I immediately tweeted, this did not age well. <laughs> like, I enjoyed seeing her teaching someone. And then she's like, oh, hell. <laughs> but, again, what did we expect Villanelle to do? So, Dorian. I did start on. it, by the way. Oh, yay. Okay. I can't <laughs> wait till you catch up. I can't wait. I'm almost, I am almost fully caught up on Little Fires Everywhere. And I have a lot of opinions. We'll talk about it later. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's true. Um, yeah, so Insecure, this this week was kind of insignificant. It was weird. Like, it, it just went by fast. And then I was like, what just happened? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the awful things that people did. Tiffany well, was there. Well, one thing I felt like, so last week, everybody was coming down on Molly. And then this week, I think it just shows that they are both struggling in this friendship. And some mm-hmm. friendships are like that. And it's unfortunate. Um, But also, a lot of times, like people are <laughs> attracted to each other. So it's like, because they both... Yeah. They have so many misunderstandings that would just be cleared up with clear and concise dialogue. Right. Once again, they're in their early 30s and they should be able to clear this up and they don't. And I don't understand why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we but we all know, too, that you can't attribute. Mature to age. Like mm-hmm. that makes it. It should. It should. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and some pe- and some people just have like bad 
like, I hate to say that's just how they are because that's an excuse, but, you know, they just have skills that they're bad at, and both of them just suck at communicating. Yeah. I thought, um, I thought Issa and Old Girl were doing well, and then Lawrence was like, why y'all talking about me? And I'm like, why do you fuck up everything, Lawrence? Why? <laughs> I honestly, like, I love their friendship. The only thing I'm afraid of, y'all, Issa gonna fuck Lawrence again. It's gonna happen. And so then what's gonna happen with, like, Condola? Like, I don't know. I don't Her name know. is Canola, like the oil? No, Condola with a D. Oh. <laughs> I still don't enjoy it either way. I don't even know why I Because <laughs> I was like, Condola? Could y'all not have... They might as well have named her Condoleezza. Like... Right. Or Gondola. I don't understand. Like... <laughs> but yeah, uh, they're definitely going to screw again. Mark my words. I would like for them to move on with their lives. They have been dragging me through yes. this breakup for like yes! four, three, four seasons now. It's yes! just hard. Black that nigga and go. <laughs> <laughs> also, it was so good to see Chad back on the screen because I love him. <laughs> I was wondering where the guys were going to show up. I love Chad. And Chad's just like, I mean, you're going to break her heart and then she's going to come to me and cry on my shoulder. Then I'm going to have to fuck her. And then it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where, where do you come from with this? I love him. I love him. But I'm like, is Toothy Dro come back? Because I would like to see him. <laughs> I hope we're done with Dro. I just want to see him. <laughs> you just want to see him? Yeah, I ain't gonna fuck or nothing. Let's fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I'm absolutely another. gonna fuck. <laughs> oh my God. But I just uh, want to see him. <laughs> let's find a different show that he's in. He's in um Good Trouble. He dates a a super um BLM black chick, and he's kind of like corporate America. What's a BLM? Quietly black Lives Matter. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, and, y'all. Yeah, and he's like, you know, my protest is showing up in white spaces and things like that. So, anyways, they're cute and they're very supportive of each other, but they kind of have tension over her activism. So, yeah. But I think that's why I like him again, is because of that show. And I miss him. (laughs) Well, what about um, the ladies for Halloween? I thought everybody was so cute. <laughs> um, what was it that she said? Uh, Natasha's what's her character? I forget her. Kelly. <laughs> when Kelly took that toothbrush and threw it, she's like, "That's what the kids go do." And I thought, "You damn right." <laughs> <laughs> it would be Tiffany to try to give out like healthy snacks and a toothbrush. Bitch, we want some candy. <laughs> Halloween. Just- it's weird that like the show is at Halloween. Like what? Like what is the timeline on this damn show? I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> because I was thought this. I thought this feels illy placed. But okay. Yeah. I thought it was just like a random costume party. Like <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. They were well. It may have been, but I assumed it was Halloween because they were fixing bags for kids. Yeah. Maybe. 
So, we are going to move along to our current events, unless if you had anything else to say. Nope, uh, just love it. <laughs> I can, right, I can see where Issa and Molly are headed, and I want them to hurry up, have their breakdown, and then fix it. Hurry up and get back to normal. Right. <laughs> okay, on to our current events. I want you to know that I watched this video, and it was a travesty. No, not. I watched, like, five minutes of the video. Um, I'm tired of Wendy Williams looking how she looks like. I don't understand. Why does she look like that? <laughs> does she need a tan? She's pasty. She is so pasty. Yeah. And then, like, I feel like she could have put some color on her lips. Like, why are your lips beige like the rest of you? Like, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And so for her to be mad about Nene wanting to, like, FaceTime her, I was like, you should be mad about a lot of things apart from that. Anyways, so I will actually tell you all the story now. (laughs) (laughs) So Nene called Wendy. And it's funny because Wendy acts like Nene is loud. I'm like, girl, have you met you? (laughs) But, uh, Nene called Wendy at, like, 10 p.m. on a Friday night, and she was like, hey, girl, what are you doing? And Wendy was like, why are you screaming? Why are we on speakerphone? Your house is big enough. We don't have to be on speakerphone. And Nene was like, let's get on FaceTime. And so Wendy was like, she's trying to put me on the show, and I don't really want to be on the show. I was on the show that one time. And apparently, I guess Nene said that she just wanted to, like, Instagram live. Whichever way, like, nobody really asked for a conversation with Wendy Williams and Nene on any platform whatsoever. <laughs> so, it really, it's really bothering me and my homegirl because I am being forced to take sides with Wendy, and I don't like that. Now, let me just say, I do not think Nene meant any harm. I really don't. But, she just wasn't thinking. First of all, don't call. First of all, don't call me at ten o'clock at night unless it's important. Like unless you having a price. Oh my god! Listen, when we were. At undergrad, I used to get teased all the time. Like, the girls always teased me because they were like, Chris had the earliest booty calls because I <laughs> don't call me at 10 o'clock at night because I'm finna go to sleep. And, like, seriously, if, if it was going to be, like, a late night thing, you would have had to make that appointment with me early. Right. So, niggas knew. Niggas that I was fucking with, they knew, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock pushing it. I mean, if, you, if you're not going to come through till later, that's fine, but you gotta let me know early. Cause <laughs> ten o'clock, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> but like, first of all, nobody likes a surprise FaceTime, so that's number one. But mm-hmm. the thing with it is that Wendy has told her before. Now Wendy didn't have to be as ugly about it as she was, but she's told her before. I don't want to be on the show. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Then she allowed her to like talk to her on the phone on the show one time. And I saw that and it was like, girl, 2.2 seconds. I mean, it wouldn't, I can't even remember if it was actually just, we could hear their phone conversation or if it was a FaceTime. That's how 
short it was. So I get it that Wendy's saying, listen, I told you I don't want to be on the show, but take the show out of the equation. Don't just randomly FaceTime me at 10 o'clock for no reason. At the very least, especially if it's something like that's not important, like if it's an emergency, I get it. But if it's not important, if it's not, um, you know, life altering, at least shoot me mm-hmm. a text and say, hey, do you mind? That would have been the civil thing to do. I don't think she had to go in on any the way she did because I don't think Nene meant any harm. But she also wasn't thinking. And it's like, girl, don't do that. Mm. And so, it's not logical, but I'm always going to side with Nene because that's where my brain is. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So, Northwest called out Kim Kardashian on camera. For saying my kids will not leave me alone. So Kim <laughs> was hiding out in one of her guest bathrooms trying to do a makeup tutorial. And North walks in and is like, Can I wash my hands? And Kim's like, Can you do it somewhere else? I'm trying to, I'm not trying to get all this late. And I'm like, I think it's really important that Northwest be able to wash her hands, especially during coronavirus. So I'm totally siding <laughs> with North on this. Um yeah, and she was just frustrated, and then she told social media, like, these kids will never leave me alone. And North was like, um, I heard that. Bitch. <laughs> she didn't say bitch. I said bitch. <laughs> we will always side with North, okay? Because right. Kim did another video. First of all, I go out of my way not to follow any of the Kardashians, okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, wait, I do still follow Rob, but he hardly posts anything. But I go out of my way not to follow them, and they always end up on my timeline. And f- frankly, I find it offensive. But anyway, <laughs> she posted another video talking some shit, and North was not letting her have it. Right. North was like, you need to be with your kids. <laughs> 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 so I just want to say, give it to a North. Also, you could see the frustration. Like, I get it. I would have been pissed off, too. You could see the frustration in Kim's face in her posture and everything but all i could think to myself was you know all of y'all that has had slick shit to say about those of us who are over 30 and haven't had kids how y'all doing <laughs> quarantine how y'all doing <laughs> i just feel like she could lock the door and just not have this problem <laughs> no don't lock the door when your kids <laughs> don't lock the door but okay, <laughs> they still have they, they daddy and probably a nanny in the house. They ain't gotta be bothering me. <laughs> no, no one knows she would have been like, uh, unlock this door. <laughs> <laughs> North was not having it, and I, but her little voice in the background, I heard that like that was good. That was good. <laughs> She's a cutie. I stand North. The rest I do. Anyways, um, so this Kenya governor was criticized for including Hennessy in his COVID nineteen care packages. I don't see a problem with it. I under I don't understand who criticized him because it wasn't me. I was like, ooh, let me move to Kenya. (laughs) (laughs) Free Hennessy, that's great. Um, apparently, World Health Organization told us not to drink that much because it reduces our immune system. 
But he's just trying to make his people happy, and I don't understand what the problem is. So, I have a confession. <laughs> Listen, y'all. I am a person who knows how to read and comprehend, and I understand how science works, and I know that alcohol is not going to kill the virus. I get that. But I literally have been taking a shot a day since <laughs> the quarantine because there's this small part of my brain that's like, well, girl, if the, if a little that Rona got in your throat, this gin goes like, <laughs> and I know it's wrong. Like, I know that's not how this works. I get it. Mm-hmm. But the hood rat part of me is like, just in case. <laughs> right. I'm not going to lie. Like- I'm not going to lie. I'm always like, alcohol will kill the germs and then drink after a white person. Like, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) He said that it was throat sanitation. I'm just happy that he cares about the health of my throat. (laughs) I mean, sounds like like a leader who cares to me. I don't Mm -hmm. don't understand why, you know, everybody try to come down. Then at the end of the article, (laughs) they're going to be like, even though, you know, everybody says alcohol doesn't work, surprisingly, alcohol sales have risen. There ain't no damn surprise. We're trapped in right. the house. And they some also of us said, are trapped in the house with kids. <laughs> the Who also said... <laughs> I love it. They don't recommend smoking weed, tobacco, or vaping. It's all of these can either make one more vulnerable to coronavirus or lead to further complications. And I'm like, mind your business, Who? But um, I also read another article about, like, the feature of smoking weed and how, like, people ain't going puff puff fast anymore. <laughs> so, listen. <laughs> Honest to goodness, the only reason why I did not, like, participate in any activities is because, so believe it or not, I've never smoked by myself. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I will practice enough restraint without making myself sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm not finna puff puff pass. And I really I need to get like a bong, like one of those little bitty not a not a big bong. I don't like mean a bowl. Bong. A I bowl. was about to say I don't mean bong at all. I mean a bowl, one of the little pipe bowls. And that way I can feel safe like doing it on my own. Mm-hmm. But cuz yeah, I'm I'm sorry. It's not You know how do you know how niggas lick the blunt down, slob it down when they roll this it? Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. I never worried about it in the past because I felt like, hey, drugs, right. but <laughs> it's too <laughs> Not much right now, now when germs are afoot. <laughs> <laughs> so, our queen, Blue Ivy, has spoken, and okay. she has told us that washing our hands um, is actually a a meaningful way to keep yourself safe from coronavirus. So she had the cutest little uh, science experiment that she showed us where she it. had a bowl full of pepper and she put soap in her hands and then she put a finger in there and then separated. And the cool thing about it was like she sounded so educational about it. She did. <laughs> like she was the first one to like discover this. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Well, you're right. <laughs> you're the first one. <laughs> she did. She, she told us we gotta say, stay safe and wash our hands. And, and she made sure to like make sure we knew 
not just with the coronavirus, with any germs. I just love Blue so much. She is. I just love Blue. Although my favorite part of that video is Blue instructing us on the importance of washing our hands with soap and one mm-hmm. of the twins crying in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to say, y'all say, get that baby. <laughs> right. I was like, who was in charge of the babies while Blue was recording this video? But it also makes me want to, um, I want to know Beyonce's Snapchat. Because <laughs> I feel like she recorded this on Snapchat and sent it to Miss Tina, and Miss Tina posted it. <laughs> I mean, we know she's got one because she's posted with filters, pictures with mm-hmm. those Snapchat filters before. And I was like, look at Beyonce trying to be like me. Because <laughs> I have a Snapchat that I use purely for the filters. I don't know how to use Snapchat, and I have asked children to show me how to use it before, and they have tried, and I am no good at it. And I just said, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'll just use these filters. <laughs> remind me what? When come, remind me when I come home from Thanksgiving to catch you up to two thousand. I, I have no, I have no <laughs> desire to use Snapchat. I used to really want to. But then once Rihanna said, fuck Snapchat, I'm like, well, fuck Snapchat then, Rihanna. I ain't gonna, so I, I really have no desire to use it. I just, I honestly just wanted the filters anyway. And so that's what I use it for, filters. Okay, good day. Um, by the way, somebody posted on Instagram and they were like, if you used to make these dolls, you're too old for TikTok. And I used to make the dolls that they were talking about. And I felt extremely triggered and attacked. <laughs> Do not feel attacked. I saw that too, and I was like, "Bitch, I'm on TikTok." So <laughs> I have it. Uh, the other day, I was watching uh the Carol Baskin challenge. <laughs> 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 oh, that's my oh, favorite. So Carol yeah, that's what I do. Okay, so um, if you're wondering what people in Florida are doing. You don't have to worry anymore. Um, <laughs> so this guy in Florida, he was really mad about um, people not wearing masks. And so he was going to shoot up a local public supermarket. First of all, I was a little offended because I love Publix. Like, I no wish way. there was a Publix all the way out here. So I'm like, how dare you shoot our sanctuary? <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was really... He's like, these are stressful times, and folks need to wear their fucking masks, and I mean, it could be worse. It could be, like, the people in Kentucky who did a protest against, like, social distancing, and then all caught coronavirus. (laughs) Listen, I really struggle with, um, because I, I really struggle with the notion of when I see these people out there protesting or people just ignoring distancing, ignoring staying at home, mm-hmm. there's a small part of my mind that goes, I hope you get it. And that's wrong. Like, I shouldn't I do that. I, I really struggle with that because some of those same people are my family members. Um. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought, you know what? 
not the worst Florida man we've ever met. I, yeah. you know, I, mean, <laughs> I don't want you to shoot up the people, but all I'm saying is this is a Florida man that I understand. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand trying to hide meth in your belly button. <laughs> I understood wanting to shoot a bitch up for not wearing a mask. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most relatable word of me and I know. Um, so last one. I read this article and I was like, it has to be ambient. Because, you know, ever since I watched <laughs> um, Pretty Little Liars, I've always thought the ambient just makes you crazy. <laughs> so this woman was arrested after entering New Orleans airport completely nude to purchase a plane ticket. At some point, she put on a tiny dress and was still trying to purchase it. And they're like, hey, you don't have no drawers on and we can see your genitals. So no, you cannot come on. <laughs> come on this plane. <laughs> like, ma'am. <laughs> I... Uh... How did she even make it that far? Like, how did she make it? How did she make it to buying a ticket? Yeah. And, like, as of late, usually I just, like, take a lift to, like, the airport. So I was just, like, I just imagine mentally, like, her taking Uber to the airport, but ass naked. I'm sure she drew, drove them. Um, walking in. And I mean, the ticket counter is pretty far up front so yeah and i guess too i need to consider um that airports are not busy right now and it's not full of people because that's what i was thinking like how did she make it that far without somebody being like what the fuck and like (laughs) calling somebody because you know you know white people always getting in some business that ain't theirs and i just can't see i cannot see karen watching this woman walk through naked and not calling the police right then like <laughs> but yeah I'm like she had somewhere to go but she was arrested and booked on charges of charges of obscenity resisting arrest battery of a police officer simple battery and remaining in a place after being forbidden so she has a laundry list of um stuff and she's gonna be in jail for the coronavirus and i'm sorry oh, gross. <laughs> you know what the funniest part of this whole article was to me well, they said she got in a scuffle with the police officer. <laughs> Who says scuffle other than granny? <laughs> I, I just scuffle read that. is a great word. <laughs> I know. And it's like, I, because when I read that, I can imagine what happened. Like, I've got a clear mm-hmm. picture of the scuffle. <laughs> First of all, don't get into a scuffle or any other altercation while you're naked, ma'am. Because that cannot end very well. Right, they could just punch you in your coochie and then you down for the count. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Protect the coochie all times. <laughs> all right, so we are going to take a second to listen to our sponsors. We will be right back. Carol Baskin. And we are back. And so we're going to move right along into our someone something smash poor life decision. Back, so, back, back, <laughs> like we've never been before. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> I, had, I had a song in my heart. <laughs> Listen, you got to let it out, okay? <laughs> 
So today we're going to combine our someone something along with our poor life decision because they really just kind of go hand in hand. So today we're going to talk about listening. And we're going to start off by doing a little quiz. Um, for many of us, listening is the communication skill we use the most. Yet many people listen poorly and they rarely think to improve this important skill. Poor listeners hear what is being said, but they rarely listen to the whole message. So we are going to take a quiz to see how good we are at listening. Um, and before we get started, Doyen, what what did you think of your listening skills before the quiz? Actually, I did better on the quiz than I thought I did because I'm really my problem is. No, um, um, I, I want to know what you thought of your listening skills pre-quiz, like. When yeah. you saw this, you thought, what kind of, am I a good listener? I'm a bad listener. Like, what did you think? Oh, I thought I was a piss poor listener. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I probably thought I was a better listener than I got on the quiz, but I still did pretty good. So, so the first question was, to be more productive, I respond to emails and instant messages while I'm speaking to people on the phone. And so the responses are not at all, rarely, sometimes, often, very often. Okay, question two. And the responses are the same for each one. I repeat points back during a conversation to clarify my understanding of what the other person is saying. I rarely do that. Jump in anytime, Doyen, that you want to, you know, add something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> question number three. When people speak to me about sensitive subjects, I make an effort to put them at ease. Hmm. Question number yes. four. Yeah. <laughs> Question number four. I feel uncomfortable with silence during conversations. Do yes. you, do it? You do? Yes. I don't. <laughs> I, I responded rarely because uh, in typical conversation, I don't. It's only like if, if we're maybe arguing with someone. Let me add this caveat too. In taking this quiz, I considered conversation to be, when we talked about listening, I considered it to be a conversation between me and one other person. Not necessarily like what we do on this show. Uh, that's banter to me. And not mm -hmm. necessarily when you are having a panel or a discussion. But mm -hmm. this is someone coming to you to tell you something. Which listening in all of those situations are important, but I had to gauge what I thought they were talking about because my response is different in those different scenarios. Okay. Yeah. Question number five. As I listen, I compare the other person. As I listen, I compare the other person's viewpoint with my own. Sometimes. Sometimes. Huh? It's just sometimes. Question six, to get people to elaborate their point, I ask open questions, ones that can't be answered with yes or no. I said I do this very often. Yeah. Yeah. When someone is speaking to me, I nod and say things like, okay, and uh-huh, occasionally. I rarely do that in typical conversation. Now, if it's like... <laughs> You know, maybe like an affirmation, like, ooh, yes. Like, if, if it speaks to me, like I'm being an amen choir, but just that repetitive, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or okay, or or yeah, mm-hmm, and then I, I don't do that. 
Um, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Question eight. I play devil. (laughs) Okay, y'all. So I had some drinks before the show. I know we're not supposed Mm -hmm. to, but I was excited about grilling for the first time by myself. And so it is what it is. Question eight. So I she played. lied about drinking water when she was grilling. I'm just no, 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 no. I was drinking water while grilling. I was drinking water while grilling. Okay. Question eight. <laughs> I play devil's advocate to prompt responses from the other person. Rarely. Yeah, I think devil's advocate nowadays is more of like a combative thing. I am big about like I always think about what the fuck could go wrong, and I'll let you know. But I don't think. I feel like a lot of times people nowadays who play devil's advocate are just wanting to argue. Yeah. Um, and that I'm glad you brought that point up to kind of show our differences in thinking because you're right. I do think a lot of people probably do look at it that way. I don't because I don't view it that way. Um, but I think you're right. A lot of people do use that as a crutch to lean on when they want to just argue. Mm-hmm. Um, I rarely, I'm not even going to point out a whole bunch of things that may go wrong unless it's a conversation where you have asked me for, mm-hmm. you know, my opinion. Otherwise, I'm just going to listen and I may say something like, okay, well, be sure you, you know, research that or look into that. And let me know how it goes or, you know, let me know if I can help or something like that. But, uh, most of the time it just depends. A lot of these fell into that it depends category. Yeah. I guess for me, like like I said, I don't I don't ever use the term devil's advocate, but I will talk about concerns I have about implementing things a certain way. Just because yeah, there's a lot of things that could go wrong and that's kind of my gift is to think about things that could potentially go wrong and make sure we mitigate against it. So <laughs> I think I marked that I probably did that often or sometimes. But, like I said, it's not in the way that I feel like some people play devil's devil's advocate. That word. (laughs) Um, question nine. I catch myself asking leading questions to encourage the other person to agree with my viewpoint. Sometimes I do do this, um, but it has to be someone, honestly, it's normally when it's someone that I care about or that I love and what they're saying is very trash and I don't want them to be trash (laughs) that's typically the only time I do that otherwise I can let you say and feel how you feel without trying to make you think like me we can be different no matter yeah I think this is very spot on for me like you should agree with what I think (laughs) (laughs) Diane (laughs) Um, (laughs) um okay the next one number 10 i interrupt people now on this one i put sometimes but i struggled with how to answer this because i really think this quiz means literally do you interrupt people at all at all in any type of way Mm -hmm. and in talking and once again remember i'm looking at this as just a conversation between me and two people I might say, oh, yeah, I remember that. Or like, oh, yeah, good point. That is interrupting. Um, But as far as me cutting you off to say what I need to say when we're having a conversation, 
I do not do that. And I absolutely detest people who do that. Mm-hmm. I also don't like it when someone walks into a conversation that I'm having with another person and just starts talking like the fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I put sometimes because I think that they mean literally do you interrupt, but anywho. Yeah. I think sometimes I'm just so eager to say what I want to say and not forget what I want to say that I do sometimes interrupt people. Um, so that's the thing that I know about myself. I, and you know what? I, um, I appreciate, I can appreciate eagerness because when something speaks to you and you want to, you know, I I understand, I appreciate eagerness, but I had a friend that interrupted me one time and I was saying something that was really important to me. Mm -hmm. And she did this quite often. And her thing always was, I don't want to forget what I was going to say. That person's not my friend today. <laughs> that that is uh, okay. Um, yeah, I think. Well, I was gonna say part of my issue is I had a professor when I went to India. A, it was a month in India, and I was stressed because it was a very different place. A lot more people than I'm used to as a Mississippi girl. And she mentioned that I asked leading questions just to, like, bring up a thing about myself. And the thing about it is, like, when I meet new people, I want to connect. And so I talk about something that connects with something they talk about. But for her, she felt like I was being selfish and asking certain questions just so that I could connect with them and talk about myself. So (laughs) this question kind of triggered me because of that but. The interrupt or the next one? No, the one we just talked about. And leading questions, actually. Oh, okay. So if you went back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) No, 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 but I understand. I understand. Yeah. Um, So question 11. When people speak to me, I stay completely still so that I don't distract them. And I said often. Now, I don't think they mean completely still like a statue that is distracting in and of itself. But they just mean you're not being a busybody and you're not doing other things. And I try when I'm talking to someone, I give them my, I try to give them my undivided attention. Um, I have moved into, <laughs> I say recently, but actually this isn't, you know what? I'll save it for the next one because it doesn't go with this one. So anyway, yeah, I said often. What do you think? I don't stay still. That's that's the thing that I think often becomes misconstrued with like my body language. So as a kid, I was a spaz. As an adult, the things I used to spaz about, like now the way I spaz, like my fidget item is my phone. And so a lot of people are like, oh, she's not paying attention to me because she's on her phone. But really, it's just I can't stay still. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, but I'm going to... I'm going to be honest, that's, that could be a problem. Like, yeah. as far as people perceiving if you're listening to them or not, that could yeah. be a problem. Um, yeah. But, but I don't think they mean, like, you know, I don't, well, I didn't take it to me stone still. And, like, yeah. I'm a bit of a fidget or two. Like, I'm one, I'm one of those people, if you sit on the bench with me at church, just know my knee is going to be bouncing the whole time. Yeah. So I'm one of those people that like pat my foot, bounce my knee, 
but I think they mean like being a busy body. Yeah, and, you know, even like at church, I take notes to like mm-hmm. deal with my boredom. <laughs> yeah, like and so like it's interesting. Like at work, you know. My manager was like, hey, you're not paying attention. Like, she felt we weren't paying attention because we're in our phones. So I'm like, I'm still paying attention to you. But again, I need to do something with my hands. I need to do something else with my mind just to focus. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, it's hard. But because that's the perception, I have to fight the perception more than I can do just, like, fighting to focus. So, Yeah. And I don't know. Anyway. Number 12, I try to read the other person's body language as I listen. Yes, all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's very important. Um, Number 13, if the other person is struggling to explain something, I jump in with my own suggestions. I said rarely. I really wanted to say not at all, but I just left it at rarely because I just, I didn't want to say not at all. But I really want to say not at all. Because mm-hmm. if you're telling me something, I'm going to let you figure it out unless you prompt me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, that's not my... For one, I hate when people do it to me because they always get it wrong. I hate... Mm-hmm. People assume they know me. And the truth of the matter is, baby, I'm an Aquarius, okay? You're not really going to ever know me. I know you see these tears and you think different, but I'm a true Aquarius at heart. And it's like... No, that's absolutely not what I mean. If you just give me a second to figure out my words, I will tell you what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was thinking of it like times when you're like, what's that word? And I'm like, oh, let me help you and suggest more than like, oh, let me help you think about your deeper inner thoughts because I'm not even trying to get into Aquarius brain. It's <laughs> my head. I don't want well, it. Even, well, even <laughs> with that though, even with that, we'll jump again with words. Like, I now when I say what's the word, I'm mm. wanting people to help me. Yeah. But when I'm stuck, I don't like you talking just distracts me. And I'm looking mm. at people like, will you stop, please? I'm I'm going to get it if you just leave me alone. <laughs> um, And the very last question, if I'm busy, I let others talk to me as long as they're quick. I really didn't understand what they meant by that. Like, I under- <laughs> that that's just weird. So I guess what they're saying is. I don't know what they're saying, but I put sometimes because I really don't know what they're saying. If if I'm busy, if I cannot stop and give you my attention, I will tell you, okay, I need you to give me five minutes and let me finish this. Like, mm-hmm. normally that's me at work. Like, it's rarely, you know. But otherwise, I stop. I'll, I'll ask, is it important? If it's important, I'll stop and listen. And I don't, and I, I'm not one of those people, okay, but be quick about it. Like, I try not to do that. Yeah, I guess I did like a really deep thought about my values and I realized my values are basically connection and creativity. And so like if somebody needs me, I'm gonna stop when I'm doing mm-hmm. busy or not. I mean I might have to rush a little bit later, but I'm going to connect with you and help you in your moment with me. And so, like, for me, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going to just be like, no, fuck off. I'm busy. <laughs> like, that's just yeah. not who I am. Yeah. No, uh-uh. I'm not going to do that. But I do think it's important to, if, for instance, I, I, I had a, a distinct scenario in my mind 
because mm-hmm. my secretary, my current secretary and my past secretary, actually, they talk a lot. And I realize I'm on a podcast and I do a lot of talking on this podcast. But y'all, in real life, I don't talk a lot. So they talk a lot. <laughs> and <laughs> they have like stories they need to tell me and things they need to say. And it's a lot. And sometimes I'm at deadlines when I'm working on things because my job hinges on other people doing their job first. So sometimes they don't get things done in a timely manner. So now I'm in a push and I don't have time to stop and sit and listen to what you have to say. And I think it's rude of me to keep working while you're talking. Or even if I stop and let you talk, my mind is not going to be on what you're saying. My mind is on, I got to get this shit uploaded by a certain time. So a lot of times I have said in the past, um, sure, uh, if it's something that's really important, can you give me like a few minutes? Cause I really want to give you my attention. Like I've, I've just laid it out there and been honest. And then other times when I could tell it was something just quick, they needed to run by me. I'll stop and listen. But if it's something that they need to sit down and explain and talk about, especially if it's involving feelings, I'll just be like, Yes, I, I want to hear what you have to say. Please give me a few minutes to wrap this up because I want to give you, you know, my undivided attention. Um, I just think that's important. Um, the quiz really made me think about a lot of things. So one thing the quiz made me think about, and that's the end of the quiz, guys. So one thing that the quiz really made me think about was I started doing something. I don't feel bad about doing it. <laughs> Because I literally, I listen to who I'm talking to in the same way that they listen to me. And that is because I am someone who really took pride in my listening skills. And Mm -hmm. I am someone who I want and expect the same in return. So when I feel like you're not listening to me, you're not actively listening to me, I give you that same thing back in return. And I don't like that. Like, I don't like me doing that. So yeah, I'm going to fix that. So I'm going to start back listening to people the way I want them to listen to me instead of being a tit for tat person, because that's not a good look. Yeah, and I think that's it. At the end of the day, listening is very subjective. And so, like I said, I, I honestly try to do the best that I can. And I'm... I'm still paying attention, but I understand that some people don't take it as me paying attention. And so in certain areas, I might shift how I act just so that people know that I am paying attention to what they're doing. But yeah, it's just very subjective. <laughs> and this, and this, may be, this may be me being, I feel like, see, I don't feel like listening is subjective, but I feel like it's not subjective for me. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, for me, I know when someone is paying attention actively. I know when you're actively listening. And that mm-hmm. doesn't always mean looking at me. That doesn't mm-hmm. always mean, because, I mean, that's not always the case. But you can tell when someone is actively listening. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a difference between just listening to what I'm saying and being an active listener. And you can tell the difference for me. I think, um, I really think what was important about the exercise for me is just learning to be a better listener. And if it's something that I do, like that came up in the quiz, 
if I know that, yes, I may do this, but it doesn't impact how I'm listening, then it doesn't, it doesn't pertain to me. And mm-hmm. if it's something that does impact how I'm listening, you know, these quizzes, just like all others, require us to be honest and truthful with ourselves. So, yeah. So um, before we leave the quiz, I did want to mention that, you know, they put the scores into these different categories. So I scored a 49. And um, so I'm in the second category. But the first category was 14 to 29. You need to improve your listening skills. The second category is 30 to 49. Your listening skills are okay, but there's definitely room for improvement. And the last one is 50 to 70. You have good listening skills. So I got a 43, and that was better than I thought it was going to (laughs) be. Yeah, I mean, I didn't... When you said, um, when I I mentioned something about the topic, and you were like, something I don't do well, I thought to myself, you are a good listener. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, but But I... Go ahead. I would say I listen unconventionally. So, like, yeah, it's interesting. Like, that's how I'm a good gift giver is because I listen to things that people talk about and mm-hmm. know what they like. And then I pick mm-hmm. up on a thing and I go buy them that. <laughs> and so, yeah. like, I do listen and I do pay attention. But I think, like I said, I think I just, I stress about, like, the conventional ways that people speak about listening and how I don't fit into that mold. But I do listen. Yeah. I promise. There are some habits that we have that are, mm, off-putting and I try to work on those habits because I don't want you know I don't want to be that way I don't want to convey that message but as far as listening I don't think there's anybody who's come to me to have a conversation about something that can say I don't listen and so I wouldn't the proof is in the pudding you scored what you scored you a good listener (laughs) (laughs) so the quiz breaks down listening into three parts preparing to listen and they just say good preparation is essential for effective listening without it it's hard to listen to people successfully the second part is active listening when you listen actively you not only make a conscious effort to hear the other person's words but more importantly you try to understand their whole message and the third part was when is um empathetic listening when you demonstrate empathy you recognize other people's emotions and you do what you can to understand their perspectives. So we're going to move on and talk about what great listeners do. In our experience, most people think good listening comes down to three things. Not talking when others are speaking, letting others know you're listening through facial expressions and verbal sounds like, "Uh uh-huh, and being able to repeat what others have said practically word for word. Why are you laughing? (laughs) Because he said listening. Oh, listen. I, listen, don't. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the show. When the in alcohol fact, settles in. Right, right. It's also the part we save to do, like, the most important part of the show. Yet we, yeah, I love it. Yeah. In fact, Much management advice on listening suggests doing these very things. However, recent research that was conducted suggests 
These behaviors fall far short of describing good listening skills. Researchers developed a program designed to help managers become better coaches. They analyzed the data gained from the 3,492 participants and found some surprising conclusions, along with some qualities they expected to hear. They grouped them into four main findings. First one, good listening is much more than being silent while the other person talks. To the contrary, people perceive the best listeners to be those who periodically ask questions that promote discovery and insight. Sitting there silently nodding does not provide sure evidence that the person is listening. But asking a good question tells the speaker that the listener has not only heard what was said, but that they comprehend it well enough and want to add additional information. Number two, good listening included interactions that build a person's self-esteem. The best listeners made the conversation a positive experience for the other party, which doesn't happen when the listener is passive or for that matter, critical. Good listeners made the other person feel supported and conveyed confidence in them. Number three, good listening was seen as a cooperative conversation. In these interactions, feedback flowed smoothly in both directions with neither party becoming defensive about comments the other made. By contrast, poor listeners were seen as competitive, as listening only to identify errors in reasoning or logic and using their silence as a chance to prepare their next response. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Good <laughs> listeners may challenge, they may challenge the assumptions and they may disagree, but the person being listening, wow, I don't know what I just read. <laughs> but the person being listened to feels the listener is trying to help, not wanting to win the argument. And lastly, lastly. good listeners. <laughs> we always need a little music. Good listeners tend to make suggestions. Good listening invariably included some feedback provided in ways others would accept and that would open up alternate paths to consider. This finding somewhat surprised us since it's not uncommon to hear complaints that so-and-so didn't listen, he just jumped in and tried to solve the problem. Perhaps what the data is telling us is that making suggestions in and of itself is not the problem. It may be the skill with which those suggestions were made. Another possibility is that we're more likely to accept suggestions from people we already think are good listeners. Amen. You want to add to any of that before we move on? Amen. No. <laughs> okay. Seem pretty solid. <laughs> of course, there are different levels of listening. Not every conversation requires the highest levels of listening. But many conversations would benefit from greater focus and listening skills. Consider which level of listening you'd like to aim for. Level one. Oh, what was that? Uh, was it Mortal Kombat? It was like level one. I can't no, remember what game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Level one. The listener creates a safe environment in which difficult, complex, or emotional issues can be discussed. Yes. Level two. 
The listener clears away distractions like phones and laptops, focusing attention on the other person and making appropriate eye contact. If you stare me down, that is not appropriate eye contact, guys. Okay, I just want to say that. Because some people make it... (laughs) Some people are creepy, like, and I know that they're trying to show you that they're listening, but don't stare me down. That's not appropriate. (laughs) Yay. Uh, and again, Dillian, jump in anytime you want to. Level three. The listener seeks to understand the substance of what the other person is saying. Now, this reminds me of, um, I know y'all love to make fun of a Yanla. <laughs> but one thing Yanla does is she makes you repeat what the person is said, but she makes you repeat what you heard. So instead of focusing on, well, this is what they said. No, no, no. What did you hear? Because sometimes what a person is saying is different from the words that come out of their mouth. And that's a lot of times, actually. And you can hear what a person means by, we mentioned earlier, paying attention to um, body language and paying attention to inflection and tone. You know, it's more about what you heard versus the literal words that are coming out of their mouths. I guess for me, I like what I process is probably never as vindictive as what as what you say because I'm just crazy, and so I think everybody hates me, even though a lot of people like me. <laughs> so that's a little hard because, like, if I speak what I think I heard, y'all are gonna be like, "Why is she so paranoid? She sit down somewhere." <laughs> yeah. I really want you to work on that because it honestly mm-hmm. sounds like you're being cruel to yourself. And I love mm-hmm. Doyen and I'm mad at anybody who is cruel to Doyen. Even if it's Doyen. <laughs> I, I have it sounds like you're torturing to yourself. It sounds like you're torturing yourself. Like, no. And I yeah. get it because I'm super paranoid about like, I I say things and I realize that I'm whatever you know sometimes like harsh with my words mm-hmm. and then i'll be like oh my god i hurt someone else's feelings and they're in a corner crying and now they hate me <laughs> and that person literally didn't even know what i just said <laughs> like, <laughs> like so i get it i get that but yeah i want you to work on that because i don't like people being mean to do it <laughs> <laughs> level four the listener observes nonverbal cues such as facial expressions, perspiration, <laughs> respiration rates, gestures, posture, and numerous other subtle body language signals. It is estimated that 80% of what we communicate comes from these signals. It sounds strange to some, but you listen with your eyes as well as your ears. I always get tickled at people being like, oh, if they're sweating a lot, they're a liar. Listen, I sweat on my nose 365. It can be the dead of winter, freezing cold. My nose going to be sweating. I'm sorry. I just sweat on my nose a lot. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand. My, <laughs> that always um, tickles me. My first love was like, I know you're lying because you don't look me in the eye. And like, I don't like looking people in the eye. It freaks me out. I just feel like Why? it's weird. it has nothing to do with you thinking i'm lying i just don't like looking people in the eye it's just i've never been that person and it is hard especially in like a work place where like a lot of people believe you like 
you should stare me in the eye. And I'm like, that's weird. Why do I have to look in your eyes 24-7? <laughs> you know, I hate when people use, like, cliches or use mm-hmm. what a textbook said. At the end of the day, get to know that person. That's mm-hmm. why I said before, I feel like people know when you're listening to them and when you're not. Because mm-hmm. get to know that person. Yeah. Everything is not going to be, well, if she's not, if she's looking at the floor, that means she's lying. No. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, some people just don't like looking at other people. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And, like, sometimes people are just maybe intimidated with the situation. Not even in a bad way. I'm just saying it's a situation that makes them uncomfortable. So, they look away. Yeah. Tell those people to grow up. <laughs> I just think it's weird to like be staring into somebody's eyes for like five minutes. Like, we gotta take I it love back. you. <laughs> I honestly love you. Like that's what I think of when I think of staring into someone's eyes. <laughs> I got so mad at a coworker one time because we were at a meeting and she kept looking at me all lovingly, <laughs> and it just really pissed me <laughs> off because it was like distracting. And right. after the meeting, I found out what had happened was, <laughs> so, uh, so really what happened, I was supposed to get fired. Not, well, not fired, but I was supposed to be released for budget because I was the last hire. Mm-hmm. And so she thought that, like, I'm finna find out that I'm losing my job pretty soon. Now, they went back to the mm-hmm. drawing board and figured out a way to keep me. But that's why she has been looking at me like that throughout the whole meeting. And, like, it was aggravating me, and I kept looking at her, like, and turned up my face, like, what the fuck are you looking at? I gotta start <laughs> looking at you lovingly just to fuck with you. And what I went, and what I <laughs> Doyen, Doyen, <laughs> Doyen's lovingly looks suspicious. <laughs> You're looking at me like, what you getting into? What you doing? <laughs> Anywho, level five. The listener increasingly understands the other person's emotions and feelings about the topic at hand and identifies and acknowledges them. The listener empathizes with and validates those feelings in a supportive way. Now listen. While I think it depends on the conversation, whether I'm going to validate your feelings or not, which side note, your feelings are your feelings and they do not have to be validated. Mm-hmm. I do think it's important to be non-judgmental when someone is coming to you and talking to you. But I ain't even necessarily mm-hmm. tell you your feelings are right. I mean, and the other point to that is, though, I don't have to. Your feelings are your feelings, and they do not have to be validated. And you, nobody, nobody has to tell you you're right and how you feel. Okay. <laughs> what? You look like you want to say something. No, uh... If you're going to have that conversation with somebody, please start with your feelings are your feelings and I don't have to validate it for you. <laughs> I actually do. I, I, <laughs> well, I don't I don't ever say that part, what I'm saying out loud, like, <laughs> I'm not going to support your feelings. I don't say that. Yeah. I try to just show that I'm being supportive and non-judgmental, but I'm mm. not going to be like, if you're saying something that's completely irrational I'm not going to be like oh girl you're right like I'm not going to do that but I say all the time all the time 
all the time. Your feelings are your feelings and you do not have to explain them. You don't have to justify them. You don't have to validate them. Like that's how you feel. There's no right or wrong way to feel. And mm-hmm. I do tell that to people a lot when they come to me with stuff. Cause I'm sure sometimes my face says something else. <laughs> and the last level, level six, the listener asks questions that clarify assumptions the other person holds and helps the other person to see the issue in a new light. However, good listeners never hijack the conversation so that they or their issues become the subject of discussion. We all have that friend. We all have that friend. And I think what you said earlier was um, very key because it's easy to want to show how we relate. That's different. You know what I mean? Mm. That's different when you want to show someone, when you're trying to show we relate in this because I've experienced something similar or X, Y, and Z. But we all have that friend who you are going to them in your time of need and they will turn it into something about them. And I have just been like, (laughs) exactly. When is it my turn? Molly more so than Issa. Like Issa's not the best listener, but Issa doesn't, Molly is really bad about turning shit into about mm-hmm. her when it ain't your turn. It ain't your turn. <laughs> I'm ready for them to talk about Kelly. Like Kelly ha- needs some depth as far as the character goes. But alas, <laughs> that's not I, the topic. So I'm not even going to get there. It's not, but I have often thought the same thing. I yeah. often, maybe we'll have more time for <laughs> Kelly once we get rid of Tiffany. <laughs> maybe, hopefully. Please. <laughs> Each of the levels build on the others. Thus, if you've been criticized, for example, for offering solutions rather than listening, it may mean you need to attend to some of the other levels. Before you pro-offer suggestions, before your pro-offered suggestions can be appreciated. So, we're going to I feel like the word that you're trying to say is proffered. (laughs) Did I not say proffered? No, you said pro-offered. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to it's proper I didn't mean to. sorry I love you <laughs> typically I don't care for that but um, in recording a show I do think it is important to uh, make sure because I can read and I know words regardless of what the gym says I promise I can I know right um Hopefully, we all will see that the highest and best form of listening comes in playing the same role for the other person that a trampoline pays for, plays for a child. I love this analogy. It gives energy, acceleration, height, and amplification. These are the hallmarks of great listening. Funny enough, I read tambourine, but trampoline makes more sense. <laughs> trampoline makes more sense. <laughs> So, guys, as always, the quiz and the article will be posted in the show notes. Um, You have anything you want to close out with, Doyen? Nope. You did good. I tried. Um, (laughs) I really just, (laughs) I really just, I thought that this was important because times like this, these are stressful times, guys. And, you know, we're all kind of focused on our own thing right now. So just be able to listen when someone comes to you and say, hey, I'm having a hard time because of X, Y, and Z. I've heard people say, oh, I'm having a hard time because of this. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I wish that was my circumstance. 
well that's not fair and that's not okay you know what i mean so we're all struggling trying to figure this shit out wear your mask or ask florida man gonna shoot up the club and yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's all i have so you know we can just move right along to our favorite part of the show the buying a dream. Um, <clears throat> I don't care who goes first. <laughs> I actually forgot what mine was. <laughs> okay, so I will go first. Um, I'm buying a drink for my line sisters because we've done this whole ow, life ow, thing ow. together for at least 12 years and a lot of them support um, us and listen to the pod and just every day I talk to at least a couple <laughs> every day and they're yeah. just great life affirming relationships um, and I love them so aww Doy is getting mushy <laughs> I, it's not getting mushy I am mushy like <laughs> Again, I'm a cancer. Like I'm full of emotions and, <laughs> and love, especially when, especially when I drink, and then that's when like a hundred percent. Like, oh my god, I love you guys. <laughs> I, don't I love y'all those, so much. I am one of those drunks too. <laughs> and guys, then I make I friends in the bathroom, and then like I at least try to keep myself notes as to like who these people are that I met in the bathroom to exchange numbers with. <laughs> I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> I can so see you doing that. I can I so see you. I'm a sweet, mushy drunk. Noyan is definitely that girl who, like, gives you the pep talk of your life in the bathroom at the club and then becomes your best friend. <laughs> um, So, I would like to buy a drink. <laughs> I want to buy a drink for home goods because I miss home goods so much. Child. I'm going to have to buy like full price like I know. decor right now. It is not right. (laughs) So I have, I lit my very last home goods candle. And so I don't know what I'm going to do when that one burns out because (laughs) I'm not, I'm not about that life paying like big money for nice candles. I want to go to Home Goods where I can pay $12 for a $30, $40 candle. Like, (laughs) Um, See, I just buy... I'm so committed to Bath and Body Works. I don't buy anybody else. (laughs) I might have to buy them now because... I don't know. (laughs) I think Candace bought a whole bunch of them the last sale. I might have to hit her up and see if she has some extra ones I'll buy off of her. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just feel like it has, like, a stronger scent. Like, it fills the whole room. And so I don't buy candles from anybody else. (laughs) Girl, you can find some good-ass candles in Home Goods, TJ Maxx. Like, and you have to know, like, what you're buying because... They can be like any other candle that smells good when you sniff it in the jar and then you burn it in nothing. But Mm -hmm. I've gotten pretty good at, you know, peeping out what I'm getting. But yeah, Mm -hmm. just, I'm so glad I went ham the last time I went home goods. (laughs) (laughs) I had a $50 um, gift certificate the last time I went home goods, right before the lockdown, actually. And 
So I put a limit on myself of $100. So it's like I got the $50 gift certificate and then I'm not going to spend any more than $50. I'm not going <laughs> to tell you how much I spent, but I went way mm-hmm. over my limit. And, <laughs> I, I, and I'm okay with it. Like, I'm glad I did because like, oh, but I appreciate them doing what they need to do. Stay close until it's safe. Yeah. Oh Lord, I miss home goods. <laughs> I'm so excited that the craft store is open back up because I was like, I don't have time to be getting price gouged on yarn. <laughs> I almost went into one of the craft stores the other day, but the line was so long because they're only letting like a certain number of people in at a time. Yeah. And then you have to wait, you know, till somebody comes out. And I was like, Mm-mm, I'm not going to wait out here in this line. I have to go back mm-hmm. another day. But. <laughs> <laughs> But anywho, so doing and tell people how they can get in contact with us. Okay, so we are on Twitter as for life decision, one decision because we're changing them one at a time. We are also on Etsy as the same thing for life decision one word. Go ahead and pick up you a for life decision sticker. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we are also on Twitter as PLD Pod right now. We're keeping it lit on the TV tweets. We're talking about Killing Eve at 8 p.m. on Sunday, and then at 9 p.m. we're talking about Insecure. And then you know we kind of just drop our random TV show thoughts throughout the week. Yeah, yeah. That's all we're doing is watching TV. <laughs> um, you can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision dot com. Um, talk to us about some of the topics you want to bring up. Um, the topics may be a little bit different now that we're at home all of the okay. day and time. But um, okay. we would definitely love to talk to you and kind of help you through whatever you're dealing with at the moment. That's right. That's what we try to do every week. Just try to make this a lighter week for you. Bring a little cheer and love into your life. Um, <laughs> that was real country. <laughs> But I'm real country, so it is what it is. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> That's all we're trying to do is bring a little light laughter and give you some ways to, you know, correct some of those poor life decisions. I can't say it enough. Don't forget to try out that Etsy shop, Cute Cute Gifts. You know, I'm the type of person, I like to buy my happiness. I know it's wrong, but it helps. And I've been ordering a lot while I'm in quarantine, and I know y'all have too. So just... Go on, slide on over there. Poor life decision, because with one decision at a time, over in Etsy, check out some of the cute things that are there. And, um, you know, we're all drinking more than normal, or most of us. So let's not forget to drink our water. I honestly <laughs> drank water all this morning, but I have not had water in a couple of days. <laughs> and my when I woke up this morning, my face was like, bitch spelled out bitch <laughs> and, and so I was like I get it girl I get it so make sure you're drinking plenty of water try to I mean I'm not going to tell you to diet I'm going to say do what makes you feel good Com- comfort is important right now but also try not mm-hmm. to get out of hand because what we don't want is to be stressed out when outside open back up and then we can't fit none of our clothes we don't need that girl try to eat a vegetable that's my mm. yeah, eat a vegetable. So what is a vegetable? Cause I might make some tater salad. 
when I say eat a vegetable, potato salad is not included in this. While I do eat a lot of potatoes, it's delicious. It makes me happy. Uh, I'm just saying eat a little cauliflower, broccoli, other vegetables. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I love that, that you know, those uh, bags that you put in the microwave and steam the vegetables. Mm. I love the Asian medley. Those little snow peas are so good. <laughs> and y'all know I don't even like peas. But the Asian medley is so good with the little baby corn and the snap peas and the snow peas and the broccoli. It's really good. Okay. Anyway, so I uh I have been roasting my veggies a lot. So I actually recorded mm-hmm. a whole tutorial on <gasps> the best like cauliflower roasted veggies. And I recorded it and I haven't edited it one bit. So one day y'all gonna get it. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, it's good. Yay! Anyhow, okay. so All y'all right. have well, thank a you guys. wonderful <laughs> week, and we'll see you on another day because you know days are a social construct at this time, and they're all mm-hmm. falling together. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye. Diamonds change colors like the season. I might change clubs like my hoes for no reason. Looking in the mirror like, yeah, what's the meaning? Uh, Goddamn, I'm a thought for no reason. I got chicks in London. I got chicks in Albuquerque. Spanish bitch from Harlem. And I swear they all deserve it. Buy that chick.